0: Welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queenpin. Now, my next guest is someone that I am so happy decided he wanted to be a part of CQP Moments for this episode. Um... He he does things a little bit different. He has an amazing podcast called "Being Dad," and that's B E E I N G Dad, and that is none on, none other than Brian Feederline. Now, as you know, guys, we're going to take a moment out for our sponsors and. I'll be back with Brian. Tell my listeners who you are. Tell them about your amazing podcast and what you do.
1: Sure. So, my name is Brian Feederline. I am a 27 year old single father uh, from the giant island that attaches off of your lovely New York City uh, called Long Island. Uh, and so I have a podcast called Being Dad, uh, which is B-E-E-I-N-G, like a beehive, because we're the bee family. And uh, ah. more or less, it's just that I share my experiences as a uh, young parent and now a single parent. And so it's I'm trying to shed – oops – on common, um, you know, parenting issues and what that I found to overcome them.
0: And I think, I think to me, um, listening to the fact that you are a single dad, um, it is so, it's like, I found it absolutely, to, to, for lack of a better word, I found it cool. <laughs> Um, Because you always hear about single moms. Um, <laughs> so it's always this thing of, um, and there's, I guess, really, part of it is the stigma of, well, women want the children and men don't. Yes. So there's always the stigma of, you know, you're not going to find any single fathers out there or single, not so much that you're not going to find single fathers, but you're not going to find single fathers that are taking, taking that role by themselves.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a task. And uh, I'm actually a member of, of a few groups, single fathers groups. And that's a common recurring uh, theme that we're we're always discussing is how do we shake this stigma and and how do we get fathers' rights to be viewed equally? because it's not so much that I mean there are uh fathers who you know don't step up to the plate and take the role, but there are just right. there are just as many, if not more. Uh, fathers who are determined to get their kids and fill the role and, and, you know, knock it out of the park. But sometimes exactly. the courts don't let that happen. True.
0: That is very true. And, and I think that's really what it is, is um, so much against it. Um, not just, not just socially, but when you talk from a legal standpoint, um, you know, it's like you said, fathers may want to have their children but then it's like you know when you talk child support and all other like family courts and all this stuff usually the rights and the custody go to the women
1: well the the courts tend to want to to respond to your question i don't know how much you got from my end but yeah it seems as if uh in many of the scenarios that i'm familiar with the courts are determined to kind of let the kids stay with the mother. And we're all familiar with the age old phrase that uh, nothing compares to a mother's love. Correct. I think that that, I think that that phrase could also be applied to a father. There's the fathers play a crucial role in raising whole children.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really what it is, is that um that um the 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 thought that the role isn't necessary, but it really is. Yes. It, it is because it's just one of those things of Being able to identify, um, you know, even if it's just later in life, being able to identify what a stable male looks like, being able to identify, you know, okay, if I needed something fixed, I went to my dad. If I needed, Mm -hmm. you know, in other words, if I needed advice on a man, I could go to my dad. Yeah. and that and that's really what it is is that a lot of this is what's missing and even talking um to some gentlemen and there's this consensus that um and it's very unfortunate it's been kind of like this i don't know if you've come across this where the whole ideology of a lot of women saying they don't need a man kind of thing
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and so a lot of a lot of guys i find out now are backing off so mm. it's kind of like well if i'm not needed then i'm not going to approach
1: yeah um yeah there's there's definitely a lot of that thought process involved uh i think that Going through what I have gone through in the last couple of years, it's given me a different perspective of, uh, you know, I had it, I I had a relationship, it was very, you know, prosperous, I've got two beautiful kids out of it. And I experienced that type of life. But I also, in the end, realized that I put a lot of my identity into that relationship. So when it was Mm -hmm. over... Uh, it became very difficult for me to move forward. And now as, you know, stepping outside of my body and that relationship and looking in at it, that I needed right. to fix myself. I needed to become my own right. self. So.
0: Right. And, and I must say, I know this is a little bit off topic. I love your intro. I really do. I think it's the cutest thing in the world ever. It's like, Oh, my gosh, I don't know what they're gonna talk about, but she's not so cute.
1: Wow <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let a little spoiler out for your listeners. We've got a really great episode coming up. Uh, I believe it's scheduled to come out on Monday or Tuesday of next week. Uh, okay where I do an interview with her, my daughter.
0: Oh gosh, I have to listen to that one.
1: She went to the dentist this week and uh, she's sharing tips for other kids on how to uh, stay calm at the dentist.
0: That is adorable. So how old are your kids, if you don't mind me asking?
1: My daughter is seven, and my son is four and a half. So I started (laughs) very...
0: (laughs) Oh, they're they're little they're little little ones yes. they're so cute they sound so adorable I tell you guys if you have not heard the podcast you have to listen <laughs> to the intro I fell in love and it was it was like I realized for the first like maybe two to three minutes I had no idea what you were saying I was just focused on the fact that I had heard the cutest intro in the world
1: yeah <laughs> it's definitely a good one. Uh, and she's such a ham. She was asking me if she could be on the show. And I said, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, but it's, it's a good show. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of the tips that I'm going to be bringing to the table can hopefully open people's eyes and not even just dads. I know it's called being dad and, and I talk from a single father's perspective, but there's a lot of uh, information that, that hopefully parents can take Right. apply objectively to their philosophy their view of how we're raising these kids and how
0: yeah I, yeah I did i did get a chance to listen to the the uh it takes a village mm-hmm. uh, episode and i agree i mean you know it's it's one of those things of it takes a village and recognizing who's in your village yes and like you said, recognizing that if someone decides to give their child a cell phone at five, now I have to explain to my seven-year-old why they can't have a cell phone because Tommy down the block has a cell phone, oh. and now I just seem like the bad guy. Yep.
1: <laughs> it, it, you know, it's that idea of communal parenting that, that every right. our uh, peers in our parenting circle do with their kids is going to have either a direct or indirect effect on our parenting style and how we raise our children
0: right and 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 that's really what it is is you know i i think maybe because and i don't know if you ever dealt with this as a kid it was kind of like when when my mom and my dad used to say well i'm not so-and-so's parents (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> in, awesome. fact, in fact, I do say that a lot <laughs> I mean, yeah. For instance, just the other day uh, My daughter was running around you, You're in New York, you know we got some snow And yeah. She was running around, it snowed And then it became what, like 20 degrees or less And yeah. so a big giant block of ice And she's over there kicking around ice blocks And I said, you know, Brielle, don't do that You're going to hurt your foot And she says, well, so-and-so is doing it I said, Well, I'm not so and so's parent and uh you know, I'm concerned more about you breaking your foot than, you know, your friends kicking that ice block around. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's it's one of those phrases that's stood the test of time.
0: It is. It is, because you know, it's like I I, I, I I've caught myself saying that a lot. It's like <laughs> like oh my gosh yeah you know so it it trust me i mean i know you have little ones but it's it it it, it keeps it keeps going that that phrase just mm-hmm. sticks <laughs> it
1: just sticks yep you know, it's I true tell you there's a lot of phrases that stick i mean that takes a village is is a great one uh because you don't realize how many people even outside of the communal parenting concept uh mm-hmm. just you know, parents, grandparents, uh, aunts, uncles, teachers, babysitters, they're all right. involved in the emotional growth of your child, or child.
0: Right. And, and that, and that's the thing. I think to me, one of the biggest things for me is um, even, especially with teachers mm-hmm. and you say, okay, well, and and the thought no one ever really thinks about it, but it's like this person has to spend so many hours a day with your child yeah
1: they're so raising your children
0: yeah so it's like if you are not knowing what is going on in that classroom if you are not knowing what is going on in that school um you have no idea what is being taught to your child you have no idea if you agree with what's being taught to your child yeah. so it's kind of like and 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 i I understand that a lot of people we all have busy schedules, we really do, but it's like sometimes stop find out and find out what's going on
1: so that's a topic that I'm gonna be covering it more in depth i I kind of broached it in the uh it takes a village episode, but that's right a you topic did. that's a topic i I plan on going a little bit deeper into very soon is i I have a practice that I've been doing for quite a while. I mean, as long as I can really remember where when I put my kids to bed, I sit on the edge of their bed and I say, hey, you know, I'm here. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, And I use that as a bridge to build that comfort zone so that when something bad or uncomfortable happens at school or somebody says something to one of them that really upsets them, they feel comfortable enough to bring it up.
0: Right. Right. And, and that's, that's really what it is, is I think um, really what a lot of parents don't understand is that level of comfort that your child has to feel comfortable enough. They have to trust you enough to say, you know what, mom, dad, I have to come and come to you and talk to you about something. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know,
1: And you have to start early.
0: Yeah, you have to start early because I will I will honestly tell you, the older they get, the more the subjects get a little bit um, cringeworthy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's let's I mean, let's cut right through the the veil here. If I'm going to expect my daughter to be open with me. Uh, when she's 12, 13, 14 and she starts to become interested in dating and the dating scene. If I have that channel of communication with her about, Hey, anything you say to me, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to be mad about Right. If I don't have that channel open, that communication is never going to happen.
0: And and I think that's really what, what, what some parents don't get, because I can't even say a lot, but some parents don't get is like, Um, this is when you don't find out who they're interested in, um, who they're even just, we're we're not even talking about on a, on a dating level, but even on a platonic level, who their friends are.
1: Yeah. And what their friends are getting into or the friends that they're not telling you about what their friends are getting into. Right. So, I mean, communication is not something that you could just flip a switch and turn on. Uh, exactly. It's a feeling out process, just like, even like you said, platonic, uh, friendships where something that I might talk about with you today is not going to be nearly, uh, as in depth as if we have these conversations say on a weekly or monthly basis, right. To Build a comfort level where we can get a little bit more involved. So, right. to just about everything even friendships that you have uh you know you don't need to communicate every day to grow them but you need to communicate often
0: yes and 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 i think that's the other thing is is it's just you know watching the (sighs) day-to-day things the things that we kind of take for granted like um i i have a couple of people that i know um, and I won't say who they are, but <laughs> it's one of those things of where they're sneaking around doing stuff, but they're thinking that the child isn't catching that they're being sneaky. Yep. So in turn, um, this child is, has become a mastermind. Of sneakiness, they're they're and with all like, the
1: techniques they need to become sneaky,
0: right? And it's like you know y- your your child is going to lie because they're getting it from you. Yep. They're getting they're getting how to hide things. They're getting how to, you know, and 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 these are the things that we don't realize that we're we're showing, but in other words, it's 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 kind of that thing of. You know, people would ask me all the time, well, why do you tell your son these things? And it's like, I tell him because guess what? I want to be open with him because I want him to be open with me.
1: Yeah. No, that's... I'm not
0: giving him every single detail of my life. Was... No, I'm not telling him gross grown up things. But <laughs> that's what, so... you know, in other words. Yeah.
1: I think there's no benefit in hiding uh, anything that isn't going to hurt your children. So obviously, you know, you don't you don't come right out and tell them, uh, like you said, gross, gross, grown up things or things that might hurt their feelings. You know, you never talk. Right. About, in my case, you never talk bad about, uh, a, you know, a former spouse, their parent.
0: Right. And, and that that to me, honestly, I I, I want to talk about that for mm-hmm. a minute, because that to me is a very big thing. Um, You know, there is this thing of demonizing the other parent yep. and that is that is something that i i absolutely cannot stand it's it's one thing that i did learn is like you said you realized that you couldn't be who you wanted to be with that person mm-hmm. but you have two beautiful children from that union yes so it's like Okay, understand that you would have never gotten that person or those people with someone else. So even if what you had didn't work out, they are half of that person. Exactly. So you cannot demonize or, you know, turn this person into their arch nemesis, a big villain in their eyes.
1: Well, and, it, and it's also a little deeper on the thought is you got to look at it from the child's eyes. It's not just that, you know, mom and dad don't get along anymore. It's, well, I'm part of mom and I'm part of yeah. dad. And so if dad yeah. doesn't like mom, he must not like me.
0: Me, exactly.
1: And that will exactly. that'll sink into their head. And that they won't, again, if you don't have the communication channel open, that's a thought you'll never hear from them. And that's one that'll, uh, you know, hopefully your children will be receptive enough in the future to get therapy. And that'll be something that they talk to somebody else about.
0: Right. And, and then, and that's, and that's the thing is, is is also that goes back to the thing of where I say, you know, women saying that they don't need men Mm -hmm. or, you know, men talking bad about women. In other words, if you have that opposite gender child in the house, and they constantly hear you bad mouthing that opposite gender. Yeah. Now, it's like, okay, well, now you grew up with a son saying with a mom saying, well, men are no good. So, what what's
1: what's your son thinking? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Or what's your daughter thinking when, you know, all women cheat, all women do this, all yeah. women do that? it's it's horrible these are not things that children should be thinking about themselves in other words Mm -hmm. you know now they're taking this into the world they might they may not even display that in their relationship with their parent but they are now displaying this in their relationship with their peers
1: yeah and so one of the ways i've been able to uh kind of refrain from that type of behavior throughout this process is Mm -hmm. I view everything uh, in terms of short-term versus long-term. So if I were to say something negative about uh, my child's mother or my children's mother, it might give me short-term happiness. And I'm talking about like five minutes of, I felt good because I said that, but I might get long-term disappointment from it because now I've got to work twice as hard to undo what I said Uh, and they can't unhear it. So
0: and and that's the thing is that it can't be unheard. It can't you can't burn that and take it back. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 you know, I I'm just, you know, I am so glad that like I said it's it's really cool to hear that there's a dad that's looking at this and I mean, looking at all of the aspects of it because sometimes a lot of times when we talk about these things it's like oh you're crazy you don't know what you're talking about and it's like no I see it I see the yeah I see the ramifications I'm looking down the road and this
1: doesn't look
0: good yeah you know so yeah I mean honestly kudos to you you are doing honestly from what I see you're you're doing an amazing job as a dad. You're, you. you keep doing what you're doing. Thank I mean, you. I love it. I I absolutely love it. I went and I think I I, I followed you on Instagram. <laughs> 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 it was like, oh gosh, I hope this guy doesn't think that I'm some sort of like a, no, you know, cyber stalker.
1: But no, I, um, listen, yeah, it's the my philosophy and my view on this uh, the whole uh reason behind the podcast is I think that the only way to make progress uh on this front is through conversation. And so when I saw you um, you know, looking to do some interviews, I thought, you know, what the heck, we gotta, we gotta get this ball rolling. No matter what we talk about, uh, conversation is key.
0: Yeah, conversation is always key. And 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 I and and the one thing that I always um I don't know if you've gotten a chance to hear any of my other interviews is Um, you know, getting from the other side, getting from listening to what other people have to say, because a lot of times, even though we don't think so, we're in our own little bubble. Yes. We're in our own little bubble. And we think that our way is the only way. And a lot of times it isn't. And even going back to what is said, if something I said, bothers you i will never know unless you voice that yeah i will never know unless somebody says you know what what you said no that was kind of like no bueno you shouldn't have said that you shouldn't have done that
1: yeah and i think as as a society like you said we're in a bubble and i think when it comes to uh for lack of better phrase unpopular opinion we shy away we don't even want to uh, broach the topic Huh? We we don't want to broach the topic of of ha- holding an unpopular opinion, or
0: right.
1: yeah, a Yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 then I think the other thing is really like you know you have that person that's now like kind of rolling their eyes at you in the room, and you're <laughs> like, um, well, what did I do? And and they will never tell you what you've done, and it's like if you don't tell me how I hurt you or how I offended you. I can't fix it. I can't apologize for something I didn't know that I've done wrong. So that's always my thing is get the other person's opinion, find out how they're looking at something.
1: It's true. And and that's
0: really, really where I always stem with things. It's like, I think people always think, well, you know, she's just doing these interviews and she just agrees with every, I want to hear what people think. Yeah. I'd love to know what people think because that's, that's what makes the world go round.
1: And that's what makes podcasting so great is there's so many of them and everybody's got an opinion that they're sharing.
0: Exactly. So (laughs) Brian, tell my followers where they can find your amazing podcast.
1: So I'm available pretty much on every major platform where you could get your podcast, you know, the apples, the Googles uh, you could definitely find me on anchor. And if you are on anchor, shoot me a message over. Those are fun. My website is beingdad. That's B E E I N G dad.com. From there, you could get all the links to the shows and actually all of the shows are directly available right through the website. So if you don't have a podcasting app, that's where you can find me and uh, it's been so wonderful i really appreciate you having me on and we definitely should uh, connect and do it again sometime yeah
0: we have to connect and do it again i i i love this and like i said guys even if you just go and listen to the intro it is super cute i love it i i like i said i apologize cuz for the first 2 minutes i had no idea what you were saying <laughs> so like, what i did oh. worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did it was like Oh, this is super cute. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, he's saying something important. So, yes. <laughs> well,
1: I appreciate that. It's it's been so much fun. Thank you so much again.
0: All right. Okay. And have a good day.
1: You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Told you guys this was a
0: great interview. And definitely check out his intro. I love his intro. It's super cute. So just to find out that there are amazing single fathers out there doing what they have to do. And even yesterday being single parent day. So, you know, honestly, we don't say it enough, but thank you single dads for doing what you do. Because it is it is a very, very unappreciated and unthanked job at times. So, thank you. And as always, guys, you know, Monday's episode is catch-up day. So, we will definitely be catching up on some things. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.